Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, Nisi. Good morning, Tammy. Thank you. Good morning, Sandra. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, we thank you. My God, we bless you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Saturate us in your presence, Lord. My God, let us have more of you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. We plead the blood of Jesus over this day. We plead the blood of Jesus over this devotional. We seal our day in this devotional in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that the blood is the standard. We thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against this devotional shall prosper. We cancel every assignment of the enemy, every satanic attack, every plot, every plan, every ploy, every spirit of jealousy. Father God, we, every spirit of condemnation, we silence your voice right now in the name of Jesus. My God, we drive out every force of darkness. My God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, that we are saturated in your presence. We thank you, Father God, for your holiness. We thank you, Father God, for your peace. We thank you, Father God, for your joy. We thank you, Father God, for your strength. We thank you, Father God, for your love. We thank you, Father God, that the promises of God are yes and amen. So we seal this day. We seal this devotional in the blood of Jesus. Amen. We seal this blood in this in our day. Every phone call, every text, every email in the blood of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for the beauty of your holiness. My God, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Akeisha. If this is your very first time, we welcome you. We are happy, so happy for you to be here. We are just a community of believers who gather together Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to study the word of God together. My God, my God, we are taking um, our personal relationship with Jesus into a very impersonal world. And so we are just very grateful for all that God is doing for us. I hope that you are quickened this morning. I hope you are strengthened this morning. I hope something that I said, something that the Holy Spirit does, my God changes your world. My God, that it changes your world, that it renews your mind, that it brings revelation to you, that you make a decision today that you can't live without God. That you make that that you make a decision today that you can't live without God, that no force in hell, no demon in hell, no principality, no force of darkness shall exalt itself against your purpose, shall exalt itself against your relationship with God. That today is the day that you make a decision that I'm going to follow God with all my heart. My God, thank you, 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 thank you. That you're going to make today, today is the day that I'm going to submit and surrender all to God. 
In Jesus name. Do me a favor. If you're just coming on, go share the devotional, put it on your timeline, drop it in somebody else's inbox. If you're on Instagram, you can take the little arrow and send it forward to someone. I'm just grateful for who and what God is and what he's going to do in our lives today. My God. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Strengthen us. Oh Lord. Strengthen us. Oh Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you. 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 We thank you for grace. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for love. We thank you for peace. We thank you for strength. We thank you for joy. My God. We thank you, Father God, for who all you are in our lives. Now this morning, I want to, we're going to get in the word today. And today's devotional is called Lord Prick My Heart. We're still, we're still in the same vein. We're still learning to hear from God, but we simply are in a position in a place where we're asking God this morning to prick our heart. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about what it means for God to prick your heart. And it's scripture. I'm going to give you a scripture. I'm going to give you a scripture to back this up. I just want us to be immersed in our presence, his presence today. I just want him to, I want us to receive him like never before. I want us to be able to bask in his glory. I want us to be able to find ourselves in his strength. I want Jesus to be the final answer. My God. Yeah. Lord, Lord, prick our hearts. But I want to stand in the gap today. Part of something that we do on this devotional as well as we intercede. And sometimes God is very literal. Um, and sometimes when I'm in my closet praying in the morning before I get on the devotional, God will come to me and say, Lakeisha, let's pray. Let's stand in the gap for this particular thing. And today, today I want to pray for marriage. But today I want to pray for your marriages. Um, the enemy is very, um, the very, the enemy is very, um, strategic and coming for marriage, right? He is very, he is very, he is very, he is, he is very strategic in coming for marriage. And if some of you have been through a divorce, that's fine. You just go on and ask the Lord to forgive you and to restore you. Don't spend a whole lot of time letting the enemy beat you up in your head about your divorce. Don't, don't do that. God is not a God of condemnation. He is a God of conviction, right? The Holy Spirit works in us to convict us, to draw us into a closer relationship to, to God, to fashion us in the image of God. And so today I just want to take the time to pray for your marriages. I want to take the time to, to stand in the gap for your marriages. I want to take the time to position myself, um, to, to be in agreement with you that your marriage will not fail. And I have such a heart for marriage and family, right? This ministry is a ministry of reconciliation. I have such a heart for marriage and family. I have a heart for kids. I have a heart for marriage. I have a heart for wives. I have a heart for husbands. Like my heart is so big for marriage to work. My heart is so big for me. My heart for marriage is so strong. My heart for family is so strong. Like I, I am for marriage. I am for, I am for, I will fight for your marriage. And it ain't even, it ain't even my marriage. And I will fight for your marriage. Like I will fight for your marriage. I will fight. I will stand in the gap for marriage. Right. And so today we're just going to pray intentionally and you need to understand how important marriage is. Marriage is so important to God. Marriage is so important to God. Like if, if God, if God, if marriage wasn't important, God would not have said in Genesis two and 18, it is not good for man to be alone. Right. And so I'm going to create a suitable helper for him. He would have never mentioned it. He would have never said that. 
He would have never, he would have never said that. He would have never put the emphasis on how he does not want us to be by ourselves. He would not have done that. That's not the kind of God we serve. He wouldn't have said, he wouldn't have started talking about, he wouldn't have given us strategies for marriage. He wouldn't have said, he wouldn't have said wives love, submit to your husbands. He wouldn't have told husbands to love their wives as they love the church, right? And so we need kingdom marriages. We need godly marriages. We need marriages that represent God. We need marriages that are God centered. My God. And I'm even asking those of you who have just told me, I'm not ever getting married. I'm not, I, I want him to heal your heart because God has a mate for you. 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 God has someone for you to walk in. And then if he is not, if he has called you to singleness, then I'm asking God to strengthen you so that you can soar in your singleness. Because here's the thing that I know. If he called you to singleness, he did not call you to singleness. Can I, can you hear me in this? If he called you to singleness, he did not call you to singleness for your attitude to be stank. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're just going to be real truthful this morning. If he called you into singleness, if you're going to say, no, the Lord called me into singleness, that's fine. I'm okay with that. But if the Lord called you into singleness, then you should be enjoying being single. <laughs> you should be enjoying that. Like you should be enjoying that. You should be basking in that. That should look good on you. That should smell good on you. Men shouldn't see you and be repelled by your reproach because of your attitude, right? And if you're a man, you shouldn't be out dogging women out if God has called you into singleness. When you're in a season of being singleness, you happy, you joyful, you loving, you kind, all that stuff. Like all this stuff, all this stuff, it adds up. It all adds up to kingdom. When God is calling us into something, it adds up to kingdom. It makes sense. It adds up to kingdom. It adds up to joy. It adds up to peace. So today we're getting ready to stand in the gap for your marriage. We are. I'm praying for God. Just I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the enemy attacking marriage. I'm sick of the enemy lying and saying marriage isn't important. It is. <laughs> It is. It is important to God. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of us. I'm sick of us having the wrong ideas for marriage, right? That we have our ideas for marriage and not God's ideas for marriage. Well, the minister, the, the minister isn't there. We don't understand the the mission where, right? The mission there, not, like the mission there is not. It's not there. And so there's been a perverseness on our marriage. My God, God called marriage between women. My. Mm. So we're just this morning standing in the gap for marriage, right? We're going to stand in the gap for marriage. We need our marriages. What you haven't recognized is strong marriages produce strong children. <laughs> strong marriages are essential to strong communities. <laughs> the strong communities, strong, strong communities, strong marriages produce strong children, right? I'm a single mother and people are always like, oh, I'm the mother. And the I am not the mother and the father. As a matter of fact, I always tell people I co-parent with God. I am not, I cannot be, I am, I, I have no, I have no capability to teach them how to be a man. As, as a matter of fact, psychologically, the first couple of years are the years where the mother is most important, right? The first couple of years. And then like the next few years after them first two or three years, the father becomes important and then their peers become important, right? And so there's an established foundation that has to be in place. So the mother and the father are both important in the role of raising the child. And some of us didn't get the benefit of that, but guess what? We can start praying for strong marriages in the earth. We can start praying for strong situations in the earth. 
so that we can see, so people can experience the health and the fullness. And then we want to raise up godly men. We're praying forth godly men, men that can spiritually lead and be responsible for their household. We don't just want men. We want we want godly men. We want men. We were, we're asking God to raise up fathers. We're asking for the kingdom to stand strong so that marriages can be. We need marriages back in place. We need kingdom. We need kingdom marriages back in place. And even if we were not raised in it, there is no excuse. There is nothing that limits us from experiencing the goodness of God in our marriages. Now, if the enemy is prevailing against marriage, then why won't we in kingdom take a stance? Why won't we in kingdom take a stance? Why won't we in kingdom tell the gates of hell you can't keep having marriage? No, you're not going to. The divorce rate is not going to go up. No, the divorce rate is not going to go up. No, we're going to have kingdom marriages. There's a kingdom assignment on marriage. There's a mission to marriage. No, no. Why won't we in kingdom take a stand for marriage? My God, it doesn't matter if you're married or not. You're for kingdom. If you marry, it don't matter. You still can begin to pray for every marriage in your neighborhood. We need kingdom godly marriages. We need marriages to be fail proof. <laughs> we need God, God didn't create a kingdom for us. And then our marriages are failing. He wants our kingdom to be whole. My God, I thank you. 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 So we are standing in the gap for every, every neighbor all your neighbors. <laughs> and if you've got some single folks around you and you know, they need to be married. I'm going to give it to you again. Genesis 2 and 18. God did not say man needed to be alone. You hear me, Nisi? God did not say man needed to be alone. I need y'all to get focused. Don't get distracted. Debbie, God did not say that man. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, no, no. He did not call you to be in. The, if he called you to be in singleness, your singleness. If you're going to be like Paul, if you're going to be single, if you, it, it looks glorious. So if he called you to be single, that's fine, but it's going to be a glorious single. It's going to be a glorious thing. So we're standing for marriage this morning. We're standing for marriage. If there is any marriage that you know of, I don't want you to put it. You ain't got to put it in the comments, but I want you to write it in your notes. If there's any marriage that you know of that's failing, if your own marriage is failing, <laughs> my God, the enemy has come after our community by destroying marriages. And I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over. I'm done. I'm over it. My God, I'm over it. <laughs> I am. I'm done with it. I'm over it. So we stand today. My God, Father, we thank you. <laughs> we thank you for the assignment on our life today. My God, to stand in the gap as a community for marriages. Lord God, we understand that you did not mean for us to be alone. So you created suitable helpers. You created suitable mates. Father God, we thank you, Father God, for kingdom marriages. We thank you, Father God, that your glory will be gotten in marriage. We thank you, Father God, that the word will be manifested in marriage, Father God. We cancel every assignment. We drive out every spirit of darkness. My God, my God, everything that's tainted, every generational curse that has come against marriage, we drive out every force of darkness right now in the name of Jesus. We cast out the spirit of sexual immorality in the name of Jesus. We cast out the spirit of adultery in the name of Jesus. My God, the spirit of pride, the spirit of haughtiness. We drive you back to the pits of hell from which it came. And Lord God, we take a stand in the kingdom for marriage today. Marriages will work. Marriages will be successful. 
My God, husbands and wives will honor you. Husbands, we call forth the husbands that love their wives as Christ loves the church. Prick their hearts this morning, Lord God. Prick their hearts this morning, Lord God. Let their marriage, let, let their bedroom be saturated in their presence. My God. And if there's any of you that put your kids before your marriage, I need you to go on and repent right now. At any time, God never, God never told you there's a kingdom order to families. There's a kingdom order to marriage. There's a kingdom order. If you ever put your kids before your marriage, if you did that, if you put your kids before your marriage, I need you to do me a, I need you to do me a favor. I need today, today to be the day that you repent for putting your, your, your marriage first, your, your kids first. Your kids should have never been first. They should not have been. And if they were, go on and repent. Go on and repent. Go on and repent. I'm sorry for putting my kids first. I'm sorry for putting other things before my marriage. Go on and repent so we can reset and restore this thing. God is a God of order. God is a God of order. God is a God of order. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you. You are mending broken marriages. That you are not just restoring them, Lord God, but that you are putting, that the glory is upon them. That those marriages begin to be shaped like you. That those marriages begin to look like you. That those marriages begin to be fashioned in your image. We thank you, Father God, for the kingdom assignment on marriage. We thank you for men and women that will walk in kingdom together, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the love that is in those marriages. We thank you, Father God, that they superimpose their idea of marriage over your own, Lord God. Strengthen their marriages. Strengthen, strengthen their marriages. Let your glory be revealed in their marriages. We thank you, Father God, that they are anchored in truth and that no weapon formed against those or fashioned or forged against those marriages shall prosper. We drive out every demonic attack that's been on marriage since the beginning of time. We thank you, Father God, we are sovereign. We thank you, Father God, that we are sobering, sobering up. And we thank you, Father God, that you are rebuilding and strengthening our families. Father God, we call forth godly men right now in the name of Jesus. We call forth godly men right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that you are raising up fathers, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, you are setting divine appointments and assignments for those of us that are single, Lord God. And that you are causing us to come into contact with our mates, my God. I thank you for godly assignments. I thank you for godly assignments. I thank you, Father God, you are positioning us. And I thank you, Father God, as we stand in the gap today, that we will hear miracle signs, wonders, and testimonies. My God, anything in our marriages that do not align with your word of God, Lord God, we drive out every force. My God, we humble ourselves. Show us anything in our heart that does not line up with you. Show us any wrong mindset that does not line up with you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for women who walk in the area of submission, Lord God, because they are submitting to kingdom. They are submitting to kingdom. They are submitting to you, Lord God. Have your way in our marriages today, Lord God. Teach us how to rightly divide the word of God, Lord God. My God, teach us how to seek kingdom first in our marriage, Lord God. Teach us how to put you first in our marriage, Lord God. My God, so that we can honor you in thought and deed and in action, Lord God. My God, I thank you. Prick our hearts, Lord God, so that we are sensitive, Lord God. Let us, let us, we drive out every spirit of contention, dissension, lewdness, crudeness. My God, all those things that have been hindering us, Lord God. Every generational curse in our family for marriage that has been against marriage, we break and loose and lacerate that right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, I thank you for holiness. I thank you for holy marriages. And anywhere the breach has occurred, 
anywhere the breaches occurred. Lord God, we thank you that you are repairing the breach in the blood of Jesus. We thank you. You are preparing the breach in the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. 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 We thank you for heavenly marriages. Yeah, Nate. We got to put him first. My God, we got to put him first. We thank you for kingdom marriages, Lord God. We thank you for the assignment on this ministry, Father God, to stand in the gap for marriages. We thank you, Father God, broken hearts are being mended, my God. We thank you for the ministry of reconciliation over those marriages, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for couples who pray together, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for couples who study the word of God together, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the intensity of love growing in their marriage. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. I thank you. You are restoring marriages now. My God, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you for kingdom men. My God, let me give you just a couple of scriptures and then we're going to get into the word today. Okay. Let me give you a couple of scriptures. I want to give you a couple of scriptures because if this is your marriage, you need to know what stand need to stand on. Right. You need to know what God is saying to you. You need to be able to stand on some verses about how to be married and how to stand in your marriage and for your marriage to look like a kingdom marriage. Right. Marriage is sacred. <laughs> marriage is holy. Marriage is set apart. Right. Marriage is holy. Marriage is set, a, set apart. Right. And so you got to understand the importance of marriage. <sighs> but I can say it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For those of you that are single. Right. Can I tell you there's a mate for you? Can I tell you for those of you that are broken, God will do it again. If you'll just begin to pray your, prepare your heart and receive what God is going to do for you. I love the holiness of marriage. Genesis 2 and 22 and 24. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib. He had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. The man said, this is now bone of my bone flesh of my flesh and she be she she shall be called woman for she was taken out of man that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united in his wife and they become one flesh i thank you father god for marriages that are one flesh that are one flesh that are sound mind that are one band one sound one man do you know how power i love god do you know how power bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh baby i just can i say, i declare and decree today that your husband recognize you as bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh because if he begins to recognize where you came from and how holy you are and how precious you are he will not mistreat you so i just declare and decree today today is the day that the eyes the scales fall off your husband's eyes and he begins to recognize you as bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh and he realizes how important and precious you are my God, that he won't be misguided, that he doesn't see you as a burden. My God, that he begins to see how precious you are. And that you become united together and that you become united together. You become united together as one flesh and that nobody, not your parents, not your kids. If you had kids, you have kids from pre nothing will stand in the way of your marriage. My God, there's a divine impartation for marriage this morning. That nothing will stand in the way of your marriage. That nothing will interfere with your marriage. And guess what? If you're not married, you get to ask the same thing. 
My God, Lord God, present me as that kind of wife. <laughs> Let him recognize me as bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. My God, Proverbs 5, 18 and 19 says, may your fountain be blessed and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth, a loving doe, a graceful deer. May her breast satisfy you always. May you ever be intoxicated with her love. May your husband be intoxicated by your love. May he only be satisfied by your breast and no one else's. That's the word. I'm only giving you the word. I, I'm not, I'm not praying anything but the word. I'm not, I'm not saying anything but the word. I'm not saying by nothing and no one else, by nothing, by nothing and no one else, by nothing and no one else. May he be satisfied by you and you only, right? May he be satisfied, but that's something to pray. May he be, may he have eyes for me and me only my God, may his eyes not roam to and for, fro, Lord God. May he, may he bask in the glory of who I am. Proverbs 12 and four, a wife of noble character is her husband's crown. My God, a wife of noble character is her husband's crown, but a graceful, a disgraceful wife is like decay in his bone. Father God, I thank you that we are wives of noble character. My God, you can pray that for yourself. Lord, let me be a wife of noble character. Show me how to be a wife of noble character. Lord, I want to be a wife of noble character. Holy Spirit, help me be a wife of noble character. Proverbs 18 and 22. This is my favorite scripture. It says, he who finds a wife, what is good and receives favor from the Lord. My God, I can get, I can do, I could do a whole teaching on Proverbs 18 and 22. There's so much revelation in that. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord, right? So when he finds you, you're the favor, which means you got to be acting like the favor, which means you got to be positioned like you favor. I could do a whole, I could do a whole teaching on that. I could do a whole teaching on that, right? I could do a whole, so when he finds you, first of all, you're already a wife. You've been prepared and developed to be a wife, my God, right? And then you're going to receive, you're the favor. When a man finds a wife, he, that he finds his favor with the Lord. My God, I thank you that I'm favor, I'm favor, I'm favor for my husband. I'm favor for my husband. Proverbs 19 and 14, houses and wealth are inherited from parents but a prudent wife is for the Lord. A prudent wife is for the Lord. Lord, show me how to be a prudent wife. Lord, show me how to be a prudent, prudent, a prudent wife. My God, I thank you for your word. Ephesians 5, 22 and 33. I'm not going to read it all, but it gives some clear instructions. It tells us, it says, wives, submit yourselves to your husband as you do to the Lord. Submit yourselves to your husband as you do to the Lord. So I got to first submit myself to the Lord before I can submit myself to a husband. Can I just give you, I, I wasn't going to teach no lesson on marriage this morning. I wasn't going to teach no lesson on marriage this morning. I just wanted to pray for marriage. When I wasn't going to teach my, I wasn't going to teach no lesson, right? So why submit yourself as you do to the Lord? So if you're still having a difficulty in submitting to the Lord, that's probably why it's hard for you to submit to your husband. I ain't even got nothing to sip. I drank all my, like it's probably hard for you. So the, the relationship between you and the Lord has to be right first. So all my singles stay in position, get your relationship right with the Lord, focus on your relationship with the Lord more than that. So your relationship with your husband has to be the relationship. So I submit to my husband because I'm submitted to the Lord. I, it ain't, I don't want, and submission ain't what you think. I don't have no problem yielding to him. I don't pro have any problem letting him lead. And the reason I don't have him any problem letting them lead is because I've already allowed the Lord to be Lord and Savior in my life.
For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, also should your wives submit to their husbands in everything. <laughs> in everything. In everything. Husbands love your wives. Here, here, here's the counter. Husband loves your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Thank you for husbands who love their wives just as Christ loved the church and just like he gave himself up for the church. Just, baby, you ain't got to nag him. You ain't got to you ain't got to browbeat him. You put this scripture, put this scripture in prayer, <laughs> put this scripture in prayer. Begin to pray that he love you like Christ loved the church and submit himself. That's all you got to do. Keep praying. Keep praying that prayer. Oh, he going to love me like Christ. Lord, I thank you that he loves. You. But in the same time, ask the Lord to deal with you and work on your own heart. My God, my, my God, ask him to do deal with you and work on your own heart. Right. And he says to make, he says, husbands love your wives to make her holy, cleansing her by washing her with water through the word. So, Father God, I thank you that you are raising up godly men who wash their women in the word. <laughs> Baby, it's some it's some healing in this scripture this morning. It's some health in this scripture this morning. It's some renewing in this scripture this morning. It's some restoring in this scripture this morning. Come on now to make her holy, cleansing her by washing her with water through the word. <laughs> My God. Washing her with water through the word. Lord, I thank you for men who will wash women in the word. Man, that's glorious. That's glorious. That's glorious. My God, in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. My God, as their own bodies. Lord, I thank you that they love their wives as their own body. Who, he who loves his wife loves himself. My God, when we mistreat our, if our wives, if we are husbands and we're mistreating our wives, we're mistreating ourselves. So, Father God, we just ask that you open the eyes of our understanding to the hope and call of what you said marriage to be and not our own. Well, what you said marriage to be and not our own. After all, no one who ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body just as Christ does the church. So, Father, we thank you, Father, for husbands who feed and care for their body and their homes. My God, that they are prudent in their finances. And then it says, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one. 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 I drive out every force, every demonic attack, anything that's been trying to wedge itself, creep into your marriage. I drive it out right now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord God, that you are one. My God, it's going to be testimonies after this prayer today. It's going to be some testimonies. It's going to be some testimonies. Some of y'all going to be writing in and say, my God, my marriage is restored. My marriage is restored. My marriage is whole. My marriage is whole. My God, my husband has been washing me in the word. My God, I thank you. He said, for this reason, man, you gonna ain't nothing going to stand in between you and your marriage. Ain't nothing going to stand in between you and your marriage. Your kids not going to be in your way. Your mother-in-law not going to be in your way. Your father-in-law not going to be. Ain't nothing. Ain't no person. Ain't no outside force in hell going to be able to stand in between you and your marriage. And I know some of you are a little keep I'm single yet. Baby, you better chew on this. Single or not, chew on this. Ask the Lord, prepare me in marriage, right? He says, he said, this is, and, he's, and he talks. He said, this is a profound mystery. He said, I'm talking about Christ in the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. We're going to be respectful women. We're not going to put our husbands on blast. 
We're not going to ostracize him in front of other people. We're not going to make him feel less than himself. We're not going to beat him up. We're going to love him properly with our mouths. We're not going talk to talk about his shortcomings. We're not going to get with our girlfriends and talk about our husbands. We're going to pray. We're going to love. We're going to honor. We're going to respect. We're going to be kingdom women. Men, are, people are going to look, the world is going to look in and say, oh my gosh. <laughs> the kids are going to look in and say, oh my gosh, what is with these women? Why do these women act like that? And we're going to be able to boldly say, this is kingdom. We king, this is, we kingdom. We just live in kingdom, baby. You want us to show us how to live kingdom in your marriage? We're going to respect. We're going to honor. We're going to glorify. And even if we're single, guess what? Even if we've had failed marriages, we're done beating up on our men. We're done beating up on our men. We are not going to beat up on our men. We're not going to talk about they sorry. We're not going to talk about they lazy. As a matter of fact, we're going to restore them in prayer. We're going to restore them in prayer. We're going to put pressure. We're going to put pressure. We're going to put pressure. We're going to put pressure on the word in prayer. We're going to build our kingdom and build our community back with our words. We're going to be welling women of God. We're going to be respectful women. We're going to be honorable women. We're not going to be walking around. I don't, I don't, I, well, he dogged me out. That's fine. We're going to release him. We're going to pray for him. He need more Jesus. We're going to release him. We're going to pray for him. And we're going to, we're going to, Okay, my Jesus, this is what I love. Deuteronomy 24 and 5. If a man is recently married, he must not be sent to war, or have any other duty laid on him. For one year, he is to be free to stay at home and bring happiness to the wife as he is married. Father God, I thank you. There are priorities in our marriage. I thank you, Father God, that there are priorities in our marriage, Lord God. My God, that they are not separated and the two are becoming one and the two are becoming one first Corinthians 7 1 and 16 it says now for the matters you wrote about it is good for a man not to have sexual relationships with a woman but since sexual immorality come on we're gonna be real and everything right that's why I be telling you I need you to seal the deal club until you marry seal the deal right seal the deal seal the deal ask the Lord for strength let me seal the deal let me close it up Right. Because we're not supposed to do that until we get married. Right. So ask the Lord, help me to seal the deal. Help me. Help me to close it up. <laughs> help me to wait. Lord God, help me. Holy Spirit. This is an issue. This is a problem for me. I need to seal the deal. I need to close it up until I'm married. I need you to help me with this, Lord. This is an area that I'm weak. Those are the things you need to pray and say. Pray and say. Ask, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Stop sitting around there trying to do it in your own strength. Jesus, I need your holiness. It says now for the matters you wrote about it. It is not. It is a good. It is good for a man not to have sexual relationships with a woman when they're not married. But since sexual immorality is occurring, each man should have sexual relationships with his own wife. And each woman with her own husband. That's the clarity. Is there sex outside of marriage in the Bible? Absolutely. 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 It is. People would try to finagle it and say it. He said he's clear right here. But since sexual immorality is occurring, each man should have sexual relationships with his own wife and each woman with her own husband. <laughs> so you have to say that to herself. You know what? I got to have sex with my own wife. I'm supposed to be married. It says the husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife and likewise the wife to her own husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body. Y'all listen. Y'all hearing me? That, that, Y'all hearing me? I ain't even, I'm not going to stay here long. But y'all hear me? You don't have you don't have control over your body. Listen, you don't have control over your your own body. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to your wife. You're gonna say that, wise. My body is to be yielded to my husband, and my body is to be yielded in my husband. And I know there's been some breaches. 
And I know there's been some things that occurred, but ask God to mend the broken relationship. We're just talking about praying for the health of our marriages. These are strategies. These are tips. These are tools. My God, let me go. Let me get, let me keep going. Let me keep going. It says, do not deprive each other except perhaps by mutual consent and for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. That's the only time when you devote yourselves to prayer, then come together again. So can I, I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me. This is just, this is, this is just, this is just the word. I'm only giving you the word this morning. I says, do not deprive each other except perhaps by mutual consent and for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. You got to come together again so that Satan won't tempt you. If the author is writing this in the book, he knows the tactics of the enemy. He knows the tactics of the enemy. First of all, he's saying you need to get married so you don't burn. <laughs> you need to get married so you don't burn. You need to get married so you don't burn. Then he comes back and tells you, your body got to be yielded to your husband. Your body got to be yielded to your wife. And the only time you're supposed to separate is if they're fasting and praying and if we are in consent. And so if we are, if we are doing this because we are fasting and praying, we are consent. As soon as the fast and the prayer is over, you got to get back together. <laughs> you got to get together. And he says, I'm not saying this as a... A command. I'm not commanding you to do this. I'm just giving you some wisdom. <laughs> right. He said, I'm just giving you some wisdom. I'm not saying you got to say single. Right. It's not I'm not saying it. I'm just saying if you cannot control yourself, then you need to go get married so you don't burn with passion. My God. Then he came back and he said to the married, I give this command. A wife, a wife must not separate from her husband. But if she does, she must run and gets into all these cultural things. And even if you file for divorce, there's a way that God can forgive you. Colossians 3, 18 and 19. Wives, submit yourselves to your husband as fitting into the Lord. My God. Hebrews 13, 4 and 7. Marriage should be honored by all. And the marriage bed kept pure. My God, we thank you, Father God, for pure marriage beds. For pure marriage beds. It says God will judge the adulterer and the sexual immoral. Keep your lives free from the love of money. And be content with what you have. Father God, we drive every spirit of confusion that has tried to keep us in competition, that has tried to keep us up with the Joneses. Mother God, we thank you, Father, that money will not be the precedent in any marriage, right? Thank you, Lord, for this. Because God has said he'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you. So with confidence, the Lord is my helper. You don't have to be afraid of anything in your marriage. The Lord is your helper. The Lord is your helper. The Lord is your helper. My God, Mark 10, 6 and 9. But at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife. My and the two will become one flesh. Therefore, what God put together, <laughs> what God put together, let no man put asunder. <laughs> let, let, no, let no man divide. Let no mother, let no person come in between what God has put together. And I'm saying to you today, even if you're single, God has a marriage for you. <laughs> God is a marriage for you. God is a marriage for you. It is not good for man. It's not good for man or woman to be alone. And you just got to believe God and start believing God for the truth. My God, you just got to believe God for the truth. Do you know it's time for us to get out of here? I, I didn't even know we were going in this direction. I wanted to talk to you today about God pricking your heart because the heart is the center of your intellect. And I'm praying today that God gives you, God has pricked you where marriage is concerned. Let me give you the scripture that backed this up. Acts 2.37, it says, now when they heard this, right? And this is Peter and he's out preaching. And this is after the Holy Spirit has come. And the Holy Spirit, this is 10 days after Jesus has been gone. And the Holy Spirit is still working. He's working on hearts. He's working on mine, right? He's working, he's working. And it says, and now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. And said unto Peter and to the rest of the possible men and brethren, what shall we do next? And after the word today, I hope that you were pricked in your heart. 
I hope that you were pricked in your heart. I hope that you understand how important marriage is. I hope that God is speaking to your heart to understand what marriage is. I hope that you're coming to the understanding to know God in your heart, to know the things that God needs to give you, to know what God is saying to you concerning your own relationships, right? To, to know that, to know that this is what God is saying without a doubt, to receive the fullness of who God is and how he speaks to us. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy eight and nine, Deuteronomy eight and nine says this. Oh, no, that's not it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Eight and five. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Deuteronomy eight and five says, think about this. Just as parents disciplines a child, the Lord, your God disciplines you for your own good. So when God brings moments to us, he's just bringing us back to remembrance of what he called marriage for. What he called it for, right? He's speaking into your heart. He's calling you for it to meditate on this differently, to look at this from his position and his place and his way. And all of us that are single, our commitment to the, co to the community, our commitment to kingdom is that we get in position and we pray for marriage this way and we act in marriage this way and we walk in covenant this way. My God, I thank you. So Lord God, we're just asking this morning that you prick our hearts. My God, that our hearts become sensitive to you where marriage is concerned. That our hearts become sensitive to you where kingdom is concerned. That we walk in your will and your way. That you superimpose your idea for marriage over our own. Let us yield to you today, Holy Spirit. Let us yield to you today, Holy Spirit. Lord, we are striving to be more like you. My God, give us a tender heart towards you. Give us a tender heart towards others. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. Lord God, let us humble ourselves. Let us be more sensitive. My God, Lord God, let us learn how to respond to you like never before. Prick our hearts this morning. Prick our hearts this morning, Lord God. Prick our hearts towards marriage. Prick our hearts towards singleness. Prick our hearts towards kingdom, Lord God. Let us become so sensitive to your voice. My God, let us become so sensitive to your hearts. Let our hearts beat with combat passion. Let our hearts beat with conviction. My God, let our hearts beat in justice. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We will be sensitive to you. We will be sensitive to your voice. Command us today, Holy Spirit. Command us in your word. Strengthen us in our truth. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, God, for pricking our hearts. My God, for doing a new thing in us, bringing us into a new mindset. My God, we thank you. We love you. We bless you. We praise you in Jesus name. Now I want to do one thing. I want to do a couple of things. One, we just pray for your marriage. If you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and you want Lord, the Lord to end in your, intervene in your marriage, it starts with just a repent. My God, I thank you, Father God. You are restoring marriages now in Jesus' name. I heard you, Holy Spirit. Restore, 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 restore. Restore, restore the broken hearts. Restore the marriage right now in the name of Jesus. We drive out every force of darkness, every spirit of entanglement. Back to the pits of hell you go. You have no authority in their marriages. Loose and set them free right now in Jesus' name. My God. We thank you, Father God, for special impartation. We thank you, Father God, for wisdom. We thank you for knowledge. We thank you for understanding. My God, we thank you for revelation in your word where marriage is concerned. In Jesus' name. And if you will accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, Jesus, I'm sorry I've sinned against you. 
I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart and take away my sins. And I promise to love you as best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I'm in need of a savior and Holy Spirit, I need your help. And then if you, if you, you know, you know, if you stepped out of place in your marriage, can we be real this morning? You know, if you're the person that was involved in somebody else's marriage, all you got to do is repent, baby. That's all you got to do is repent. All you got to do is come back into the place and say, you know what? I'm repenting right now in Jesus name. No devil in hell can continue to have my marriage or my promise to be married. I'm repenting right now in the name of Jesus. That's all you got to do. I, put a repent on the table. Lord, forgive me for being caught up in adultery. Lord, forgive me for whatever. If you've been caught up in sexual immorality, Lord, forgive me for being caught up in sexual immorality. I understand you pricked my heart today. That's not your way. Forgive me. My God, that's it. And then after you repent, ask the Holy Spirit for help. Because guess what? It's not going to be that easy. The enemy's going to fight you. You're still going to be probably fighting some lust and some other stuff. You're still going to be fighting some things. <laughs> so ask the Holy Spirit. Every time it rises back up, Holy Spirit, help me. Every time it rises back up, Holy Spirit, help me. Every time it rises back up, Holy Spirit, help me. Jesus, give me your holiness. Give, me, give, your, give yourself a revelation. See a revelation of you being whole. See a revelation of you being whole. Ask the Lord to help you like never before. Ask him to help you. Ask him to help you. That's the kind of God we serve. Now do me a favor. If any way this ministry has been a blessing, will you consider partnering with us? My God, will you consider going over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com and like, let me sow a seed. Let me sow a seed. Let me go on and plant a seed into this ministry. Let me help this ministry continue to get the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. My God, this ministry is changing my life. Will you consider partnering with us? Or you can sow it via cash app, dollar sign, LMJ, ministry. <laughs> that, that's what you can do. If you decide, if God pricks your heart, if God leads you there, just please consider sowing into the ministry. We thank you. I love you. God is so intentional. God is so intentional. God is so intentional. He called everybody into this devotional to get in the gap for you, to get in the gap for your marriage. If though for those of you to single, to get in the gap for you, to strengthen you in your singleness so that you will not cheapen yourself. I hope you receive the fullness of this. I love you so much more than anything. God loves you. I see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Love. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.